0: This is Until All Have Heard with Ed Cannon, president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard, and our series continues. Ed, good to see you again and talk with you, even if it's long distance, because we're on Zoom together here during this COVID era.
1: We used to get to do these broadcasts together in your studio, face-to-face, with Joe, the producer, sitting right next to us. And now we're 2,500 miles apart and <laughs> looking at a screen, but that's become life lately,
0: hasn't yep. it? Yep. And thanks to Jonathan Mortiz, who's also assisting you there in California, even as uh, Joe Carlson's our producer here in Chicago. So, I need thanks, guys. A lot of help, Wayne. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Believe me. Well, sometimes we bring reports of what God is doing through FEBC by talking with various people who are on the front lines of ministry with us. Uh, but sometimes I just like to have a conversation with you and what God is uh, bringing to your mind, Ed, as you lead this organization. So I think today should be one of those days. Okay. All right, with you. Fine. yeah now you used to uh, the first number of years you were president of feBC of course you were traveling the world visiting all these countries uh, nearly fifty where feBC is heard but uh now your your travel's been curtailed just a little bit, but you're you're still learning and growing and still talking with all of our folks
1: I am, and it's actually interesting the way I think God has put this timing with the covid virus in because had had this happened when I would have first started, I would have I would have been useless in my capacity <laughs> because to try and do what I'm expected to do and not know the people in the field and truly see with my own eyes how mm-hmm. they do broadcasting in places like Bangkok and Phnom Penh and even in mainland China, Indonesia, I would have had no idea how right. it works. Yeah, you have but a relationship such-
0: because of your face-to-face meetings. That now, you know, even though you have to do it via online conferences, it gives you a basis for understanding, doesn't it?
1: It does. It gives me a basis of understanding. And I think what's even more important is, especially in in, in the Asian cultures where we work, trust is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trust is not granted, it's earned. And in order to get to know the people and to garner their trust is a critical element of my job. And I did spend a lot of time at the beginning with them in the studio, in meetings, dining in their homes, getting to meet their children, really getting to understand what it's like to live in these places, which is so very, very different than here in the United States. And so that's given me the ability to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, and I love it when you pass those lessons along to us. And that's one reason why we have this podcast now, Until All Have Heard. I'm going to ask you to open the scriptures today. But before we even do that, just talk about some of the conferences you've been a part of recently with the staff and with others uh, for the Far East Broadcasting Company that keeps us tied together and keeps us on track for the gospel.
1: Yeah. Well, with the COVID, what we've done is we've established actually this... A uh, COVID res- resource center, which gives us the ability, since we're not traveling and and doing those things, to share with one another what are some of the lessons we're learning through COVID, and therefore apply them to doing our ministry better. We have a financial group that's uh, assessing what our financial needs are all around the world. Some of our international. Countries had some substantial fundraising going on, which has gone away. So, how can we collaborate? How can we work together? We're talking about the, the types of programs that we need to do, which balance the necessary information our listeners need to get from governments and healthcare organizations and how to deal with this crisis. And at the same time, Uh, objectively fulfilling the mission of the organization, which is to inspire people to follow Mm -hmm. Christ. As a matter of fact, I was just on a, a a Zoom call with all of our broadcasters around FEBC International a few days ago. So we had the people who actually do programs, whose job is to speak into the microphone, to write, to produce, and to speak, the broadcast. And it was a really affirming meeting because it's one of the first times, I think, uh, that we actually had that group together. I think it was over 40 broadcasters wow. participating in a Zoom call.
0: And they're coming from and, all and, over the world.
1: Oh, yeah. They're all over the world. And uh, some had their own translators with them because they don't have – really good English, and of course, I don't have very good Mandarin or Indonesian, so
0: it was kind <laughs> I of I struggle bad. with English myself sometimes, so. <laughs> mm,
1: mm. But the message I shared with them, uh, they asked me if I would do a devotion, and I thought, how 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 can I possibly do a devotion for these people whose lives are so dedicated to the Lord, they know the Bible so well, they live sacrificially for Christ in the way they serve him through the radio ministry, and here I'm just the president, so I I have a different role in the organization. But it occurred to me through some of my business experience to talk about some organizations that have over the years been very, very great and successful, and because they took their eye off of the ball of the mission of their organization and started doing different things, they fell apart. Uh, one example was Sears and Roebuck, which could have been the Amazon of today had they stuck with their original mm-hmm. mission. But anyway, that's another story. So I, I started by sharing from Romans 1, 16. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. Then I also talked about 1 Thessalonians. Let me find that. 1 Thessalonians
0: 5. Let's turn in our Bibles with Ed. (laughs)
1: Sorry, sorry.
0: I got it. What chapter?
1: 1 Thess 1, 5 through 6. Okay. My pages are sticking together these days. I've got it right here. Yeah, why don't you read, just read the five and six
0: for our gospel did not come to you in word only but also in power in the holy spirit and with much assurance you know what kind of men we were among you for your benefit and you became imitators of us and of the lord when in spite of severe persecution you welcomed the message with the joy from the holy spirit
1: Mm. and and the reason i was reading these is because they point to the fact that the gospel's got great power and so I was sharing with the team that we as broadcasters sometimes fail to use the most powerful tool that God could possibly give us. Yeah, innovation on the way we broadcast and the things we say on the radio to inspire people, to encourage them, to have them want to listen to our program is very important in talking about issues relevant to the world today, but yet we have this tool, uh, which Paul says is greatly powerful. Mm-hmm. It's more powerful than anything we can think of on our own and let's use it. So let's not forget that. And I think that takes me to my, uh, one of my all time favorite verses. It's from Isaiah 55. Let me read this and then I'll tell you why I shared it with him. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Now, here's the most important part. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and mm-hmm. achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Beautiful. So FABC's mission statement is to inspire people to follow Jesus Christ, not to get a large listening audience, not to produce a, uh, happy lives on this earth for people and, and, and offer them guidance in fixing their marriages or their career situations. Our goal is to inspire people to follow Christ. And what God says in this Isaiah verse is that don't worry about what you want. My word will accomplish what I desire. And what else could we do but focus on pleasing God?
0: That is so good it really is. You know, I've I've been in radio a long time, Ed, and in radio you live and die by the ratings, right? How many people mm-hmm. you get to listen to your radio station. Mm-hmm. But I've always felt, and this is what you're saying too, is it's not of course we want as many people as possible to be reached with our radio signals, but it's not how many people, it's how deeply we can mm. uh, get the word into their life and change their life through God's word. That's what it's all about. That's
1: right. And so many of the people at FEBC around the world have instructed me in so many ways as to how to do that. And in, in most cases, Wayne, I see the sacrifice that our broadcasters are making. They'll, they'll be broadcasting for four hours live on the radio every day. And then in the afternoon, they'll spend time preparing their material for the next day, yes. working so hard. And then the day's not over for them. Then they go out and meet with listeners in the evening. Oftentimes they man the telephone so that the calls coming in from that day's broadcast are answered with a compassionate and caring voice who point them to Christ. And they so focus in everything they do on inspiring people to follow Jesus Christ. And you know what that really comes from? that comes from an absolute committed love for the people of their country. They truly love the people that are listening to their radio.
0: That's a lesson I've learned from these broadcasters around the world. I've had the chance to visit a few of the places where FEBC has stations and broadcasters. And even though I've done probably tens of thousands of hours on the radio through all these years, I get inspired when I see the dedication and the commitment mm-hmm. of these broadcasters for FEBC. Mm-hmm. It, it it really I got to be frank with you, it really has changed my whole attitude about what I do.
1: Mm. Remember Wayne when we visited uh Russia and our one broadcaster there who who does 4 hours live on the AM and FM radio stations? Uh, it's broadcast all across various countries yeah. in the Eugene, Russian language. Yes, uh-huh. Eugene, and he's so dynamic, and it must exhaust him because he's pouring so much energy into doing a broadcast. And yet, now what he's done is, in addition to those live terrestrial radio broadcasts he does every morning, he's started to do social media broadcasts, and he's broadcasting into Russia on four different social media platforms i've witnessed him do this he sets his cameras up out in the public eye sometimes he's been in the red square he puts his little cell phones and gets all the different cameras and he sits there with his hats on in the public and interviews guests that are walking by and once again he's just pouring his energy into these programs and he's so
0: winsome isn't he
1: He is, which is why I think he's got such a great audience. But in every case, Eugene will turn the conversation to Christ Hmm. and his commitment to serving him and that his energy comes from his commitment to the gospel. And now he has over 7 million followers on social media platforms in Russia.
0: Yeah. What what broadcaster in the states can uh, claim those kinds of numbers? Huh? Again, it's not the numbers; it's how deeply he's impacted their lives with the gospel. But
1: and it's his passion for it. Do you remember Wayne? Were you with me when we went to his house for dinner?
0: No, I I wasn't on that trip.
1: We we went to Eugene's. He wanted to entertain us at his home for dinner, and this just paints a picture of the kind of people we have. So, he lives with his three his wife and three children. And he lives in an apartment building that he told the story was actually built by um, German soldiers that were prisoners of the Russian army after World War II. There Mm -hmm. was many German soldiers that became prisoners and they made them work. And so they built these apartment buildings for Russian citizens to live in. So he was living in a post-World War II concrete block apartment building, which was a bit depressing to go into. Eugene didn't care. We got into the tiny little apartment we had with his children, and they put a piece of plywood on their bed where he and his wife slept at night, and that became the dinner table for us. Wow. And we had to eat in shifts. Uh, His guests and Eugene and his wife, we ate first, and the kids were going to eat afterwards. And we said, well, why don't you invite the kids to eat? And he said without any um, hesitation, well, we don't have enough silverware for the kids to eat, so we have to wait until we've finished eating so that they can wash the knives and forks, and so then there's enough for the kids to eat. Those are the kind of lives our broadcasters live. That level of dedication, that level of commitment, that little concern for their own personal comforts in life, and I think it just... in.
0: teaches us a great lesson and you didn't ask me to say this but when our friends give to febc you're, you're really giving to the lord first of all and you're making it possible for people like eugene to do what they do mm. so thank you to, I, I know we have many friends listening right mm. now who give mm. to the far east broadcasting mm. company i just want to say thank you and and i want to thank you for taking the time to share these stories with us here on this podcast now you and i do a radio program two minutes a day so we don't have as much time on the radio so that's Mm -hmm. what makes this podcast a little more unique we can go a little more in depth on some of the stories
1: we sure can it's a privilege and uh, there are so many people in the organization of febc that if those that are listening today to this podcast could meet could hear a little bit more about you too i think would be incredibly inspired by the lives that people live uh, in sacrifice of themselves for the lord jesus christ
0: If you've not heard our radio program, just takes two minutes every day to listen. You can go to our website, febc.org, because many of the programs are right there on the face of the website, febc.org. Well, Ed, I think we'll wrap this one up, but thank you again for your time, and we look forward to uh, the next edition of Until All Have Heard. Thanks, Ed. God bless you. Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company.